There it is. Sorry, guys. I was looking all over for my water. Couldn't find my water. It's right here at my feet. Hold on a second. Just, just bear with me, okay? Very busy man over here. Most people would say, well, I'll start this show a little later, but not me. Not me. You need to see me hydrating. Hold on. I was going to try to talk and drink water at the same time and really impress you, but I realized I don't know how to do that. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're doing good. Hope your week's going good. I don't want to be a complainer, but these are always hard times for me after I uh, have a two-week vacation where I'm sleeping and waking up naturally and all of a sudden I got to get up at 2.30 in the morning again. Takes me an entire another two weeks to try to get used to it. Big deal, Terry. You tell dick jokes for a living. Yes, I get it. I understand. Quit, quit complaining, Terry. I have a real job, you bitch. Okay, I get it. You're right. You're 100% right. I hope you're doing good, though. Like to say hello to the wombats, the wombat asses, the wombastards, as somebody submitted. That's a great one. Problem with saying stuff like that, all of a sudden I'm Mark Marin. A real shitty Mark Barron. All right, guys, listen. Uh, it's good to have you here. It really is. Uh, just got off a of vacation. Like I said, we had a real good time. We got away for a couple weekends. Um, drove. I'm sick of driving. I guess I'm at that age right now where I don't I don't feel like driving that much anymore. If there's going to be traffic, I mean, I'd, I'd rather leave like at midnight and just drive straight through. Let Sherry sleep. But for some reason, she likes being in a bed hooker anyway oh boy we got a very busy show today let's just get going all right if your love looks better, cabis better, i would leave you never ever through all kinds of weather weather the top of my lungs a lot of people want this song i have reached out to larry over uh you know the the head guy of cabis he's got some great stuff those of you don't remember he was also the guy from otis i was on the kimmel show all kinds of stuff he's a he's a very accomplished guy but uh, thank you for the theme song i appreciate it it is not released yet this song is not released yet i'm gonna maybe i'll see if i you know Find a way to get it to you guys. A lot of people like this song, including myself on today's show. Let me tell you what we got. Let me go ahead and get rid of this music. On today's show, let me tell you what we got real quick. Okay. I saw a kid. So painful. Young love. Oh my God. If you have a, a boy, because I, I a, lot, a lot of the times I can only speak, obviously, from a male standpoint, a male point of view. If you are one of those fathers who has a kid anywhere from, you know, 13, 14 on up, if he just hasn't figured it out and he thinks what you would, your advice is just bullshit and he knows more than you, you may want to sit down and listen to this portion of the show. Because, uh, first of all, the first part he needs to know, he's got to listen to his dad. Dads are always looking out for you, man. For the most part, they are. Uh, sometimes they're wrong. But their heart's in the right place, always, always, always. 
So uh, that's going to be happening here just in a little bit. I've also decided I'm going to do something once again. Uh, I'm going to be getting into that. And uh, hell, let's just let's just start the show. Let's get going. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really do appreciate it. Whoa, I talked about something last week that completely fired a lot of people up, including myself. Talked about energy and how that's a way to tell if you are truly passionate about one of your ideas or goals or dreams or whatever. Do you always have energy? You're always thinking about it. You're always doing that stuff. The response that you guys gave me was fantastic. So now I believe that I need to add to that by giving you the one-two punch. There might even be a third punch in here too. But the one-two punches, okay, so you got the energy up. You're feeling high. You're on a good note. You're just running with an idea that you want to do. Could be anything. Could be getting healthy. Could be opening up your own business. Maybe a dream home, whatever it is. You got that energy up about it. Now you need the momentum. Energy will give you momentum a lot, but you need to do things. You need to be very, you need a plan. You need a plan, basically. So momentum starts, as far as I'm concerned, the moment you decide you want to do something. And a lot of people will go, oh, one day I'm going to get my dream home. One day I'm going to go ahead and get healthy. One day I'm going to open up my own business. Like we've talked about before, that one day just never happens. It never happens without a decision and then getting some momentum behind it. Let's just say one day I want to run a marathon. Here's the way you build momentum on that, okay? Or one day I want to get healthy, but let's stick with the marathon thing. It's a pretty easy analogy for you to follow and for me to explain. (laughs) What do you do? You look at yourself. You take an evaluation of where do you stand right now health-wise. I guarantee you none of us right now, unless you are currently a marathon runner, none of us are prepared to run a marathon. None of us are. There's so much that goes into it. So the moment you decide that I'm going to run a a marathon, that's when the momentum starts. That's an exciting time. That's when you feel alive. But you're only going to feel alive when you take some steps to it. What do you do? You start researching. Okay, here's what you're doing to get momentum going. You start researching, when's the next marathon near me? What do I need to do to run a marathon? What kind of shoes do I need? What's a good marathon workout? What's a realistic goal from today's date? When will I be in shape enough to run a marathon if I follow this plan? What do I eat the night before a marathon? What, like we've talked about, there's so, but that's what momentum is. Right now I have this idea that I would love to build a dream home. I don't even know where. I don't know where. So part of that is, is researching what part of the country do I want to build a dream home in? I am already starting with, when I see a picture of a really cool kitchen or something like that, or an idea for a studio or what have you that I would love to have in my home, then I start saving it. I got a file. I got a file right here, right below me. Of all the ideas that I have for a dream home that I want, I have momentum going into that. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen right away because I don't have that energy level because there's some other things that are taking a bigger priority for me right now. But I still have that momentum going about a dream home. I still have the momentum going about my health. 
I want to be one of those guys when he gets into his 70s that's an inspiration to people, that dresses hip, that looks younger than he is, that is laughing and smiling and always has a kind word to say to people, that, you know, that is really out there enjoying life. So many people give up. They say, I've had enough, man, and I understand. Right now, my job has me waking up at 2.30 in the morning, and though I love my job, my energy is high for the Lexenteri show, the momentum is still going, we are still coming up with new ideas and having a blast, but one day, I know I'm just going to go, whoo, I've had enough of waking up, man. <laughs> one of these days. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but I know that day is coming. I know that day is coming. So, but then at that point, I've got an opportunity or a decision to make. Do I just sleep in and not do anything anymore? Or do I keep the momentum going? Okay. So that's one of my goals as a health, health thing. I've got the momentum going and I'm making some decisions today at my age right now, gearing up for God, hopefully that I, I, I make it to 70 years old. And if I make it to 70, then I'm hoping that I make it to 80. And then I'm going to hoping that I'm going to make it to 90 or whatever. I've always joked about that. I want to live to be 140, but I only want to live to be 140. If I am there mentally and physically and happy and healthy and all that kind of stuff. So momentum, like we just talked about, that's the one, two punch your energy and then momentum. If you want to get in shape, or let's just say your, your idea is a business. You want to open up a business. You don't go, one day I'm going to have my own business. That's never going to happen. We've talked about it before. It's not going to happen. Get some momentum going. What's the name of that business going to be? Start researching that. Start trademarking your name. Get the website for it. All that kind of stuff. What are your hours going to be? What kind of staff do you need? What positions do you need to fill? These are all fun things to think about, but you have to start getting the momentum going. This one day I'm going to have my business. That's bullshit. It's never going to happen. Then you're going to wake up and life is going to fucking pass you by and you're going to be really fucking bummed out. Trust me on this one. Okay, so the one-two punch, like I talked about, we got energy, we got momentum. Now the third punch, this is tough. This is a tough one, and this is one I am still working on right now. When that energy wanes and that momentum slows down, your uh, energy for whatever it is you want to do, it just isn't happening in the time you want it to happen Life is getting in the way. You're not able to spend too much time on your art or your book or whatever. It's a big crash. It's a very painful, sobering, who boy, does it hurt? Oh man, does it hurt? And I've been there many times. I've been there many times. The pain that I feel, and there's been sleepless nights and I've cried myself to sleep many times because I feel like things just aren't going to happen no matter what I want. I mean, I, I'm somebody who doesn't like to follow the rules. Um, let's just say in podcasting, for example, they say you need to, uh, you know, you need a big staff. You need a bunch of money behind you. I obviously don't have that. You need this. You need that. You need a good agent. Um, you know, 
I'm not opposed to any of that, but I just don't have that right now. So it's, uh, I feel like there, there's a, a moment here where I'm going to go, what the fuck do I do? I, I don't like following the rules. I don't, I always think that the really good stuff isn't stuff that somebody has done before. And I keep thinking all the people that are successful in podcasting right now are definitely not in my age range. They're not even 10 years younger than me. They are 20 to 30 years younger than me. And those are the people that are enjoying a fruitful career in podcasting, which is great. Good for them. But there's got to be somebody my age out there the audience has got to be growing and it's got to be going. Somebody is looking for a show that inspires them or maybe uh, where we tackle age. Like I want to talk about some of the aging thing because that's on my mind. Why don't we get in this shit together? I'm not for everybody. I realize I've never been for everybody. And it's time to really double down on the not being for everybody thing. But I'm here to tell you, you that crash is going to come. It will come if you don't keep the momentum up and you're just, you know, and you don't keep that energy level up. A crash is going to come. So how do you deal with the crash? You just remind yourself that I have coming away from this experience of stopping something that I thought was going to change my life and those around me life. Uh, I, I'm stopping this for hopefully good reasons. The crash is going to hurt, but you have to realize you're coming away a better person. You are immediately, just for starting something, even if it fails, you are immediately a better version of yourself because you've learned, you've tried, you've had that energy level up. You know what passion feels like. I bet you have a lot of friends out there that don't even know what a real passion feels like. And I feel so sorry for them. And I hope everybody finds a way to be passionate. So um, the crash is big. And I'm working on dealing with those right now. I'm working on that, the you know, ways to overcome that. But the one, two, possibly three punch, you know, I think it's tried and true. I think I'm on to something here, guys. I just had to run upstairs and do this right now. I just saw this kid who is going to have a valuable life lesson taught to him. Oh, God, I feel so bad for him. I was downstairs getting my espresso, just sitting there chopping it up with the people that I normally see on a daily basis. This kid comes walking by. I don't know how old he was. I'm going to say 17, 18, 19. And he was with a girl the same age. Now this girl was an older 17, 18, 19 years old. Super cute. Dressed in her little nice little sundress and everything else. And this guy was hanging, they were both walking fast. They were coming my way. And this guy was hanging on to her like it was a ride, like an eight-second bucking Bronco rodeo kind of, I'm going to win this fucking ride, you know? He was grabbing onto her arm and putting his arm around her waist. He was doing everything he can to show everybody, this is my girl. You know, this is my girl. And 
she had, like I said, this wasn't her first rodeo. This is totally this guy's first love. And I immediately laughed, and then I started to feel bad for this kid. This kid is going to be devastated probably by the end of the day. <laughs> the way this kid was acting, like he had never been there before. Listen, I know that if you're a father, you have a hard time getting through to your son. I, I get this all the time from friends. I hear it all the time. They don't want to listen to you. It goes in one ear and out the other. Sit on the couch and watch this right now. Cue this thing up. And w- this is a lesson in heartbreak. Okay. This kid was just hanging on. He looked so out of his league and it was so funny to me because why? Cause I've been there. You've been there. You understand, you know what those first loves are all about. He is going to be devastated. Absolutely blown out of his mind. His world is going to rock and he doesn't know what's about to happen to him. And I started to feel actually very sympathetic and bad for this kid because it's going to be a tough thing. But you know what? We've all been through this. We all need to learn these lessons of pain. I don't, you know, that the old saying about nobody really learns a lesson from success. That's true. Usually when I have my successful moments, I go, ah, there you go. That's a good job. And I move right on to the next thing. No time to pat myself on the back. No time to even think about it. But those lessons of pain. They stick with you forever. They stick with you for a long time. I don't remember the first girl who broke my heart. I sure remember the feeling. I sure remember that feeling. And I still, I, I remember the look. I had that look in that guy's eyes. Woo, boy, this kid's so fucked. <laughs> I wish you could have seen it. I wish you could have seen it. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, you know, we learn from our pain. We learn from our mistakes. And he's making a lot of mistakes. He made some good moves. You know, he chatted her up. He got her interested. She was into him, you know. But I'm telling you, it's not going to last another hour. It's not going to last. I should just follow them around. It's like a reality show. This kid is going, his heart is going to implode Poof, from the inside. Blood's going to come out the ears, the nose, probably his ass. Oh boy, this poor kid, this poor kid. Uh, Anyway, uh, pain. Pain is, uh, it's unfortunate, but it sets you up for the next one. And every time you get dumped, it's a little less hard, you know? And when you have to dump somebody, it's it's just as painful. It's like, you know, I hate to say it, losing a loved one. I had so much loss in my family at some point, I kind of got desensitized to it. When somebody, you know, died or something like that, I would just kind of move on in life and, and everything else. But And only recently, only recently has enough time gone by to where those wounds have healed and now I can feel again, you know. Now I know if I lose a loved one, I'll be devastated. But it, pain, pain is a valuable teacher. It's unfortunate that we got to fucking feel it though, isn't it? made a decision. I'm doing it. I am going to do it again. Stand up comedy. Now this is going to be different for me. I, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to do stand up comedy in front of people that know who you are, Lexitary listeners and all that. 
they give you the benefit of the doubt. They just see you up there telling some jokes and they're cheering you on. You make them laugh. Sometimes you surprise them and go, hey, you were pretty good. You know, that type of thing. I am getting booked right now at a place where nobody knows me. I'm not going to tell any of my friends. I don't want them showing up, although they've asked. Hey, man, let us go. And I appreciate the support. I appreciate the fact that they want to share in this part of my life. I've already told Sherry. I haven't told her where. I haven't told her the date. I've just told her she can't go. (laughs) And it's weird because I'm going to come from a different place this time. I'm not going into doing stand-up comedy thinking that I'm going to be the next great comedian. I don't think that I, uh, that's not the reason I'm doing it. This is why this is so odd to me. It's like, why am I doing it? I'm trying to figure out why I'm doing it. It's not an attention thing. I get plenty of attention. Trust me, some of it good, some of it bad. But I get plenty of attention. I just need to get out there and try it again. I have my regular, but I say try it again. I got my routine that I can do. I, I have stuff I can fall back on to get some laughs, guaranteed laughs. But it's not what I really want to do. Kind of want to open up. Kind of want to talk about some very personal things and see where it goes. And I found a place that's going to let me do this. A place where people are going to laugh but none of them are going to know that I've had a little bit of experience at it. I'm just going for me. I'm just going for me, and I can't figure out why I'm doing this. Maybe one of you can help me out if you really understand what, you know, what I'm talking about. I just, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out why I have the need to do this. I know what it's not. I just don't know what it is. It's not that I'm looking for attention. It's not that I have these grandiose ideas that I'm going to be the next big headliner, that somebody's going to see me and cast me in something like this or that. Those days are over. Those days are absolutely over. But I've got a few things I want to say. I've got a few things I want to get off my chest. And uh, things are starting to go different for me. They're starting to go different for me, not only in trying to do stand-up or getting out there and, and exposing myself again and just feel that again, but also with this podcast, also with thir- certain things I'm doing on the Lexa Terry show. I, I don't care as much anymore. And it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. I don't get riled up when I have a troll. I don't get riled up when somebody says something negative about a bit that we do or a segment or we piss somebody off. I don't take the fuck you thing, but I I just, I just don't care as much anymore. I just want to do the work. I enjoy the work. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to, uh, I'll probably get it taped. I'll probably get it taped. Maybe I'll play some of it on the show here, depending on all how it goes. Only if I could really make fun of myself. But I appreciate a lot of people have reached out to me and said, Terry, where can I see some stuff? You know, is it on YouTube? Is it on, you know, I have a couple things. There are a couple things out there. 
There are a couple things out there, but trust me, they're when I had mullets. Uh, there's audio, there's video out there of, uh, the, I think the last time it was videoed was in Springfield when we were doing comedy in Springfield. And that was good. That wasn't that long ago. It was a few years ago. I, I know that D has the, uh, the video of that. I just haven't asked for it. Like I said, I'm not going into it thinking that I am good. I'm not going into it thinking with it, with a motive like, Oh boy, I want to be the next so-and-so or I think this is going to change my life or no, that ain't going to happen. It's, it's all for a different reason. And once I figure it out, and if any of you out there have this same weird in the middle feeling of something, let me know. Let me know what the fuck's going on with me. It's not a midlife crisis by any means. A midlife crisis is searching for attention again. A midlife crisis is trying to be young again or trying to fit in again. It, this is the exact opposite. This is the exact opposite of that. I think it's pretty powerful though. I am, my gut is telling me that this might be one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Well, there you have it. Thanks again so much. And by the way, for those of you that left the email last week, that I said, hey, if you listen all the way through to the show and you'd like some bumper stickers, I'm sending you some little stickers. Uh, and a little thank you note, a little handwritten thank you note, because I do appreciate you being here. It is on the way. They're already in the mail. And uh, thank you so much. And by the way, if you're just hearing this right now and you'd like to get some, just go to terryjames.com, hit the comment section. In the subject line, put uh, stickers or something like that, and I will get some out to you guys free of charge. That's the way I roll around here. All right. Hope you guys have a wonderful, strong weekend. Be safe, all that kind of stuff. And uh, just remember, you wom bastards, <laughs> it's all about wisdom. It's all about trying to gain wisdom. It's all about trying to live a good life what it's all about we could only just do our best man that's all it is